So this is going to be a bit of a weird one today. Right now, I am listening to a COVID uh, press conference from Boris Johnson. It all feels very March 2020. I'm going to go away, listen and pay a bit more attention to what he's saying. Uh, in the meantime, here are my uh, thoughts and feelings of the day after having my COVID booster jab. So, I'm recording this uh, on the other side of a weekend to uh, when I normally record it, uh, because yesterday evening, on Thursday evening, I uh, had the booster jab, which is uh, why I'm recording it now. I kind of felt something to, I don't want to say record, because I've already said that word about five million times. I want to get some thoughts down on audible form, um, as I said weirdly, uh, about that and about how that went. Uh, basically, I had mine at uh, the church in Exwick, just on the other side of uh, the train line uh, from St. David's Hill, or just before you get to the train line from Exwick. It was a very simple process. I walked in, gave my name, I uh, gave my date of birth, it was all, uh, I'd already all booked it in. Um, I was basically ushered straight to uh, a guy, uh, a guy with a chair with, you know, obviously all the kind of stuff and like, sh and, like shields and stuff up around. Um, he asked me a few more questions. Uh, to, I obviously answered. Uh, he stuck a needle to me. I sat around for 15 minutes. I left. As far as uh, how I felt afterwards is concerned, I felt a bit hungry as time went on. Um, but that's very normal for me, personally, after that sort of thing. Uh, I felt a bit tired. I felt quite tired. And yeah, I'm not sure if the tiredness and the hunger kind of interlinks with each other. Uh, but apart from that, uh, this morning I feel alright, you know. Obviously feels like someone's stuck a needle in my arm. But, uh, yeah, nothing worse than that. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, if anyone's got any questions, feel free to drop me a message. So, uh, the press conference is still going on. So therefore, I'm going to slot in uh, this week's Tennessee Beat of the Week. Welcome to this week's Tennessee Beat of the Week, the super quick podcast where we look at Tennessee management and try and squeeze it down to as short and manageable as we possibly can. This week, we are looking at fees that may be asked for when uh, tenants are viewing properties or looking at properties. Uh, there are a few fees that could potentially be requested and perfectly legal and it's okay to do so. There are some fees that are banned though. Four, which I'm going to focus on. Number one is viewing fees, so, you, so you're not allowed to be charged for viewing the property. Number two is tenancy setup fees, so any, that is any charge for setting up the tenancy or the contracts. Number three, 
checkout fees. You're not allowed to be charged for leaving the property. And number four, third party fees. And that is any charge for anything that is done by someone other than the landlord or tenant, but that the landlord must pay for. All good to bear in mind if you are either a tenant or a landlord. Take care all. Wow, okay. So the press conference is now finished. What was it about? It was about two things. Uh, Thing number one was uh, very briefly in regards to the terror attack in what was now being called a terror attack in Liverpool yesterday. And the increase in uh, the terror alert that personally I believe traditionally goes alongside this sort of event. Important to note that there is very little detail that has been released about this subject, so it's incredibly hard to pass any comment on it. As with all news items like this, as with anything you may hear or see, in regards to anything that's kind of big and scary, which this this is, um, always worthwhile looking and reading behind the headline. Ask yourself what the details are. Look at um, various different headlines, various different news articles from different people before you form an opinion about uh, the event. The second subject was in regards to COVID. And I'm trying to basically work out what the detail it is from it but from what I can gather there has been an increase in COVID infections in Europe it's unclear how that's going to impact us and then there seems to be in my opinion a lot of talk about vaccinations and encouraging people to get vaccinated if they are eligible um, there was some talk about a Christmas lockdown. The PM said that the current data doesn't point for the needs for their plan B, uh, of which I don't believe the lockdown is even part of their winter plan B. Uh, so I guess at this present moment in time, it doesn't look like uh, another lockdown is happening any time soon. Apologies for the uh, lots of kind of gaps, lots of thinking time in what I've been saying. Uh, basically, I've been uh, trying to uh, uh, switch between tabs and uh, look at uh, those kind of news stories that kind of auto update and attempt to kind of get any uh, up to date information or or other people's commentary, I guess. Basically, don't forget to wash hands, social distance where possible, wear a mask, all that sort of stuff. On that note, I'm going to leave you with uh, Jerry's Fort for Week, and I'll catch up with you next time. Goodbye. In this time of uh, COVID-19 and forced uh, isolation and solitude, uh, this is written by a guy called John O'Donoghue, and it's called A Blessing for Solitude. 
May you recognise in your life the presence, power and might of your soul. May you realise that you're never alone, that your soul in its brightness and belonging connects you intimately with the rhythm of the universe. May you have respect for your individuality and difference. May you realise that the shape of your soul is unique, that you have a special destiny here, that behind the facade of your life there is something beautiful and eternal happening. May you learn to see yourself with the same delight, pride and expectation with which God sees you in every moment.